this is Dimitri Martin talking, and you're hearing my voice on and in relation to showbizmonkeys.com. Around this town, I'm alright. Thinking of doing nail bomb? Yeah, that's where you do warning on the Yeah, it's always fun. It's a good record. It doesn't get old. No, it doesn't. Now we're going to do Return to Prophecy. Oh, yeah. In Europe. Yeah, well, I saw um, stuff on online about the, yeah, like rehearsing some yeah. of it and thinking of doing. So that's fun. just like the front to back yeah. prophecy. Plus some other songs, but yeah. mostly the, the Prophecy record because. It was such a, to me, I think Prophecies was, was a, a kind of a groundbreaking record for us. Yeah. I think we def- finally got to do all kinds, all kinds of stuff I really wanted to. Ex- yeah, meant a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, recording in Serbia, mm. um, doing stuff with the, the video in the Navos. It was, it was, the whole thing was awesome, the whole experience. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, I, I, we had the idea we could have picked any other records. We could have done the first one also, but we thought Prophecy is kind of easier actually to do. We know the people, Coyote that plays the trombone on Moses, mm. is actually going to be involved with that. Oh, wow. And the black singer Asha yeah. sings on um, Wings and mm-hmm. Three of Pain and all that. Fly High. Yeah. Um, she's going to be on it too, so... So, like, as part of the tour, like, you're doing, like, a larger band setup. Yes, and be a lot of festivals in Europe. Oh, wow, wicked. Well, that's amazing. That should be really cool. That's an enviable one. That's something that I wish, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of... It'll be be kind of a different set because you have so many different things on it, like like, uh, Moses and the trombone, and then you have Mars with the flamenco. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely one of a kind uh, record that I think you'd be... Mm-hmm. Very cool live, especially festival. I think for festivals it would be perfect mm-hmm. for, for that for that kind of um, <laughs> environment, you know. No, for sure. Well, it's because uh, there's so many components that have like the um, the instrumental lead-ins and everything. So they're looking yeah, to perform it like jams, yeah. You know, so it's I think it's more of a festival kind of set mm-hmm. than like this is more underground. I yeah. think you know this is more like for the real hard stuff right. yeah. where in a festival you can have those big jams and they actually are really cool people actually enjoy it mm-hmm. you know um, so are you thinking of like doing the shows with a bit more of the looser jam kind of feel yeah the it? whole show will have that kind of vibe nice we haven't really practiced yet mm-hmm. we're just starting to learn the song relearn yeah. it right now mm-hmm. but eventually we're gonna get there but uh what was cool, it was my birthday, uh, I turned 50 in Serbia, mm. and we had a Soulfly show, uh, it was a free show in a beer garden, it was like 4,000 people, mm. and Coyote show up to do the jam. We ended up doing kind of like, a, it was on the song Tribe, but mm-hmm. it ended up being something like a 15 minute jam. That's amazing. And it was so killer, man, like yeah. the vibe was just so, so good. That I was like talking to God, I was like, I think we we, we can bring him and do mm-hmm. do prophecy with him would be fucking yeah. great. Oh know? no kidding! It'll be like people really gonna love it. Is that 
is is more close to the idea of Soulfly as a world music meets metal mm -hmm. approach that I had in the beginning of Soulfly. Um, well, it seems to speak to like how every song had like the Soulfly track, which I remember hearing you talk about how that originally stemmed out of just jamming, like it was yeah. just an improvised session it wasn't something like no we need something that has this type of feel like no you just jammed it out and it became the song it's and a lot of people like those songs and just, uh, like, they're amazing like, uh, it's very surprising to me I, I didn't I didn't knew and I was like like one of those things like I don't know if they like it and I don't really care if they don't yeah, I yeah. just want to do it <laughs> yeah it's like kind of like very very uh, don't give a fuck kind of attitude I'm just gonna do it because I yeah. think it's cool I think it's, it's it's meant to be very spiritual the spiritual side of Soulfly comes on those songs and uh, we're just gonna do it you know mm -hmm. uh, the cool thing about it is that we never I never done one of those live ever so this will be the first time we never play a Soulfly yeah. track live so this will be the very very first time and I think it's gonna be really cool yeah and like thinking of so like the, like the specifically right like, like kind of recapturing the Soulfly track off Prophecy, you mean or or also or just sort of making it make just that vibe of like you're gonna have the Soulfly type of jam. Yeah, going on I don't know exactly there. what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so the Prophecy does have a, a really cool mm -hmm. Soulfly track, Soulfly uh, Four. Mm. Um, it's really cool. I also really like also Soulfly Five, yeah. which is on Dark Ages, and we're mixing a bit with Dark Ages because we could also play Inner Spirit that has coyote on it, mm -hmm. trombone and vocals. So maybe I'll do a mix of Soulfly Four and Five, turn into one song, you know. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool. It'd be, it'd be kind of like I think we, it's gonna turn into uh, like easier uh, five to eight minute jam song in the middle of the set yeah that's well, kind of cool you're gonna have so many like musicians at your disposal like why not like yeah whatever you're feeling yeah you're it's, feeling it's, it. I think it's gonna be really cool I'm excited for this I'm really it's something I kind of really want to always wanted to do it and mm -hmm. never really got to do it um, so we have the chance to do it and it's cool because if, if it if it works out and everybody likes it then we can do others we can do so fly one you know mm -hmm. um to different records, you know. Um, this uh, on this tour, we decided to kind of like turn the settlers on his head. We're opening with Eye for an Eye, which we never done in twenty years, right? You know, and it's cool. It's awesome. You know, I, I forgot how cool this song is <laughs> because I've been closing with it for twenty. Yeah. years. it's almost like robotic, yeah, automatic. Yeah, official closer. Mm -hmm. But when you put it at first, it's yeah, this thing is a bomb, man. You know, it comes, yeah. especially when it, we open it, we jump the fuck up, and, yeah. and then go into iPhone. Oh, nice. Um, we decided to do this on this tour. Mm -hmm. What happened? We had a we had a shitty show. <laughs> and I was fed up with it. I was like, fuck, I'm sick of this endless man. You know, let's just. Turn the whole set is upside down. Like on this, on this tour. Yeah, it was like on the, it's like on the third, third show. Like, yeah. I think like the third show was shit. I was like, <laughs> fuck this. I'm turning, we're opening with Eye for an Eye, going into fire. Yeah. And then we play some 
more ritual shit with other songs and it became the, the best thing we ever did because this set is not uh, my favorite right now is this one this that we're yeah. doing tonight it was I mean, I, it's a true soulfly experience is now it seems like i was um i i was uh, scoping out the set list i was too eager to find out like i'm like what songs am i going to be you know checking out and everything and looking through it it was very like the the thrash was there the whole time like there was so much yeah. speed so much energy like this all you have to when you play after toxic holocaust you know? yeah i mean yeah so i'd have to yeah but, but it, remind them but where it also, came from but it's also <laughs> cool because you do have a lot of the group songs also mm-hmm. like no hope no fear mm-hmm. and tribe we do a little piece of bob marley on tribe yeah you know, which is really cool kind mm-hmm. of breaks down and uh, there's the beering bow and then uh Rizzo does really killer guitar solo that he's got like pieces of death now, like uh, the philosopher. He yeah. throws that in there. Like, oh, nice. if you know the shit, it's really cool. Oh yeah, and then be like, oh, oh, I know that. Yeah, it's cool. well, people are gonna feel it in their spines. A Chuck uh, riff, and also be like, oh, oh it's whoa. killer. Yeah. it's killer. <laughs> um, and then we're playing some of my favorite stuff. Mm. Um, to me, it's stuff like. Uh, Blood, Fire, War, Hate, I really love that. Um, fire and Pohada together is always great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the classic. And then we're closing with Prophecy, which is fantastic. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. The ending of Prophecy is perfect to end a show. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how I didn't think of that before, you know. It's ten times stronger than, than uh, <laughs> how it was uh, closing with Life for an Eye. It's just like... The session comes in, then it's like, all right, mm-hmm. your last chance, motherfuckers. Yeah, you know that the fast part comes in. It's yeah, it, it's just it's just bodies hitting bodies. Oh, it's shit flying everywhere. I couldn't even imagine. Like I was going through it multiple times, just listening and listening, and I kept thinking. I almost had this like nervous feeling, like when the hell am I going to catch my breath? There is no like yeah. even during a breakdown, you're still you're grooving, you're moving, yeah. like. No the one's going to know what to do with the themselves. ending. I think uh, right now it's one of my favorite endings. Is is mm-hmm. right now? It's it's just pure power. It's like yeah, just like you, pure total destruction. You know, just come out and like drop a bomb yeah. on a fucking place. Yeah. You know, like a napalm. <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? It's just fucking great. And I, I remember when I when I first wrote Prophecy mm. and came towards the end and uh, it was it was very similar to the ending of, of Roots Bloody Roots like we need something you know Roots Bloody Roots was the opposite we slow everything down I was like alright like, I need something like that but maybe totally fucking opposite the total opposite of that it's gotta be like and I remember when we did that in the studio, it felt so good, man, you know. So, yeah. Now, you play all that, and then you play the stuff from, from Ritual, which I think is fucking killer, too. I love this record, man. It's, There's something about it that's very unique. I think we managed to squeeze something out of this record that was very special. 
well, it seemed like when we were last talking, like it was it was for nail bomb when we were last talking, but uh, you were preparing, like you ritual was being finished up, yeah. and I still remember you saying how. There were tracks you said, like, oh, I've got a song, doesn't have a name yet, but we dip into black metal, we dip into Gojira influence, we dip into Rick Prog. And it was just listing off all these different influences that you were talking about that found its way into this record and, like, some straight old Sepultura-style thrash found its way in. And you were going through all these different types of influences that were going into it. And then, actually, when it finally came out and hearing it, I was, you hear all of that. It's like there is every bit of genre. Uh, every subgenre, rather, of metal seems to be touched upon yeah. in there, and not just touched upon in like a shoehorned way. It's seamless; like it's almost like I'll have to re-listen to a song, thing like, "Wow, it, it all feels it all flows so naturally." But yeah. those chunks are there. Like all of a sudden, you can hear like there's where the you, the drums picking up a little bit, but then the riff might be more thrash, but Zion's going a bit more black metal. Like, yeah, you can it, tell there's a bit more of a blast in there, or. Yeah. It was was funny because the producer was he all he only wanted classic Soulfly, you know, right? Josh Wilbur's like he's, he loves the first record. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he told me like some of his three favorite albums ever is his Chaos AD Roots and Soulfly One, you know. Mm-hmm. So he just he just wanted that, you know? right? I was like, I'll give you that, but I got something else. <laughs> yeah, <know>? yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, it, it, it was cool because I get super excited for the crazy songs that like Blood on the Street that has like black metal riffs, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and you'll be like, I could tell like that that's not his cup of tea, mm-hmm. but he's it's, he's he's uh, intrigued. Yeah. He's intrigued by what we were trying to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think the way they came out, like to me, summoning came out. I'm absolute amazing. Like really, really. We actually we opened like. The last two tours we were opening with summoning, it gave name to the story, you know. Mm-hmm. And under Rapture with Ross on the vocals, the ending is just pure death metal. Yeah. Just badness. Oh, the return of the growls in that is yeah, just yeah. so. It's, it's, uh, and then that behind the eyes, you know, with Randy mm-hmm. and the whole schizophrenia trash beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that behind the eyes was cool, man. It was a project. It was me and Zion. Yeah. Uh, we went to the to the our practice room and it was kind of funny. I was I was mentioned how some father and son build models for <laughs> bonding experience. Yeah. Some father and son go fishing. Yeah. I go write a trash song with my son. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of cool because it came from him. He was asking me about songs like Beneath the Remains. Oh, okay. Like, how do you write? those fucking songs you know mm-hmm. uh, I, not can I just tell you we can do it together yeah. would you like to do it you well, know it's, it's, and it's funny because it's exactly the same type of story of like father and son it's almost it's like, like wow you've yeah. got, you got all these fishing trophies how do you do it well, yeah. come on son yeah. I'll show you how, I'll show you how to do here's it. a thrash yeah, song this, it's is, like, this is how you do it you want to do it this, this is how you do yeah, it yeah here's that, how you do that type of thrash and, yeah. and that behind the eyes became definitely one of my favorite tracks on the record you know it's like um Cause he's got everything. He's got the trash schizophrenia vibe, mm-hmm. but he's also got the the middle groove heaviness of an A tune guitar with a crazy ending with like electronics. That's kind of sounds a bit like Godflash, mm-hmm. like Godflash and Cold Orange kind of. It's really cool because well, I think it tip, tips a little bit on the modern and on the old. You know, it's a, it's a bit of odd to both. Well, definitely, like. it has a lot of the um, like the riffing 
there's components to it like it's interesting hearing like the modernization like you hear Randy's voice and you can't help but think of the modern type of metal because right. you know he's got kind of like he's one of the the figureheads of like the more modern style of the American yeah. American wave of it but you hear hearing that song you're hearing the type of riffing that hints at things like to to to, to three to prophecy like there's still those components in there so again it's yeah. that interesting marriage of like reminders of like oh how all it's hard to sometimes weave it but one woven together like these songs can really work like there's yeah. sometimes metal can just be doesn't have to be pigeonholed into one type of tone. And one of the most hard ones was Ritual mm. to make because uh, Josh just wanted a, a classic Max, he was saying. You know, like, <laughs> I wanted the primitive Max, you know, that, mm. the, with all the, the, the sketch vocals and all that shit, you know. And it's like, all right, we can try. Um, I, lo I really love the groove of the beginning and then I love what Rizzo put on top of it mm. and then especially when we did the recording with the Navajos and we put all that together that was yeah. like yes this is like this is perfect mm -hmm. it starts building up to be a very special song and we had it and then the last thing we need we need to do was a chorus and it was kind of like one of those kind of like primitive kind of choruses just like press record I'll just do a bunch of different crazy noises with my voice yeah and I, that's gonna be the chorus, yeah. you know. So there's probably like 20 tracks of vocals just on the chorus. Just like guttural, just like, crazy, just, just voices. Yeah, because yeah. there's definitely a lot of like, yeah, those calls, the the sounds, and everything. Yeah, there's like and a that, chanting really in the background, mm -hmm. and then there's the sketchy, even kind of goes with the percussion to go with that. Even when I first heard it, it was funny because I hearing that and like the, the change in the vocals I honestly thought it was a guest vocalist as part of it yeah. so I was hearing like this is the, clearly the Max voice but then it switches up partway through the verse and I thought like oh maybe this is someone else they're good who the yeah. heck is this I'm like no you're just you're just it's you switching it up yeah yeah and it made it threw me out because so, I was like desperately like I haven't checked any liner notes or anything yet like yeah. I need to know who this is I'm like oh this, this is just a band and that one was really cool because uh I remember finishing that up and uh, Josh was, ex was ex extremely happy, like, yeah, we did it, we, mm -hmm. we got it, you know, this is like, this is your, uh, you're, you can be as proud as this as you are of Roots, mm -hmm. or you can be as proud as this as you are of Prophecy. Yeah. And I was like, cool, man, that's that's great, you know, and that's, that's the, the kind of like the sign of a good producer, somebody that can get you to do that, you know, that can get that out of you, you know, like really going deep and mm. in a way, you know, yeah. force that shit out of you that normally, probably, if I was just producing the album myself, it probably wouldn't ever come out, you know, right. I probably would have been like, nah, I don't need to do a song like that, yeah. it's been done, it's like, yeah, it's been done, but you can always do a little bit different, because mm -hmm. Ritual is a little bit different from from roots and, and from primitive or prophecy, you know. So, well, it's nice to I'm bounce. Extremely happy yeah. that, that that happened. Yeah, it's nice to bounce those things off of others because sometimes, like you say, you wouldn't edit yourself in a certain type of way. Whereas you said, "This is the idea that I have," and if someone else presents, it's like, okay, there's always those compromises of like you have an idea, and then they say, okay, but how about you try it like that? Sure, maybe that'll work out in the same way that you they say, oh, "I want the classic. I want something that sounds like this." Yeah. And you're like, well maybe fine but what else can we do with that 
and then yeah that's where you get that interesting um the harkening back to the older sounds yeah but you're still hearing something that hasn't quite like this is still fresh this is something new yeah so i'm very yeah. um i'm very excited for 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 the next Soulfly record, actually, I think this the next one should be really cool because I think now, like, yeah, I got more mm -hmm. influences and more ideas, and we can spend more time uh, working on it. You know, so well, I think I, it should be good. I saw that there was a hint of your that you were writing. There's stuff posted online, little hints of it, but I wasn't sure. I was curious if that's going to be leading towards like if it's a if this Soulfly yeah type I mean, stuff. Cause, I mean, I really write putting aside a lot of material for. Mm -hmm. For the next soul flight, because it's um, every record is important, you know. To me, like, like there, there's no record that's never been important. Every, mm -hmm. You treat each one. Um, I like to treat each record as like uh, you're going for broke on all of them, you know. Yeah. It's like actually, my 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 state of mind making records like I always think this is the last one I'm gonna die tomorrow I better be, <laughs> this better be fucking good yeah you know yeah so I think when you have that kind of attitude like you really push it forward yeah like every <laughs> record could possibly be like your David Bowie black star yeah, like yeah, this, to, is, you know, this least, is the epitaph this is it trying you know yeah. you're pushing hard you yeah know? but at the same time you have fun with it man because mm -hmm. I love I love music you know I love yeah. metal and uh, to me, to put my influences that I love in the stuff I play, mm -hmm. so it's not just the stuff I listen to, but I also get to play what I listen to. That's great. That's yeah. Like, that's why music so much fun, you know. And is there anyone like I know because there's so many collaborations and things that come around with the stuff you're right now. Is there already any idea? Like, do you? Preset out with any of those ideas of who could possibly be a part of it, or is it always just this? The song first. It, it kind of happens later, you know. It's like one of those. It's one of those things that we just kind of let it. We feel how the record is sometimes. Yeah. Even. Um, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, ritual. I, I always wanted uh, Ross because we did the Return to Roots Immolation tour, mm -hmm. and I, I'm a, I watched Immolation every night. And I was really like, yeah, this. Ross' voice would be great on a track because mm -hmm. like, I love that death metal the rawness you know yeah um, and then Randy kind of came out of nowhere it was because of he was good friends with Josh and um, Josh actually played him some stuff and he fell in love with that behind the eyes mm -hmm. you know and, uh, so yeah I kind of don't worry about it man you know like there, there's a list of, of people that to me would have been really cool to me honestly if I have my bucket list to be people like very uh, kind of legendary in my world, like Tom Warrior, yeah, Celtic Frost, right, know? or um, or even if you want to go for crazy, like Bruce Dixon or fucking Ozzy, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's go big, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rob Halford. You know? I mean, how Ozzy just did stuff with Post Malone? Why in the hell would he say no? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> like, so he can. so it, there's always that and. Uh, but I also really also like a lot of the young, you know, dudes mm -hmm. coming up, you know, Gate Creeper and Nakarot and all this young Carnation. There's a lot of cool bands coming up right now, man. There's a lot of good. Who is it you've been listening to lately? I know last time you said Bolzer was the one that you could stop. Bolzer is really good, man. Yeah, still one of my favorite. Um, um, yeah, I right now I've been jamming like a lot of. Uh, 
Carnation from Belgium. Oh, cool. Like, yeah. Definitely one of my favorite um, bands right now that I listen to. And uh, probably a, a really excited for um, the new Zabalba that uh, my friend Arthur is making. That should be really good. I like those guys a lot. Nice. Um, I listened, been listening to a lot of the last Gate Creeper. I thought that was really good, kind of like heavier, you know, mm -hmm. like but still got that old school in tune vibe. Nice. Um, and I just discovered a band from um, I think it's Sweden, Sweden or Norway. They're called Off Fire. Okay. They're great. They sound like in tune Wolverine Blues era. Oh, okay. Very groovy. Yeah, you know, yeah. Very, so was, that was a nice surprise that I discovered kind of, I don't know. Like with a death metal type vocal to it? Yeah, was, oh, but okay. very groovy. Yeah. Into, like, almost like, you know, the uh, rock and roll type sound. Right. Of stuff, you know, so. Really cool. That was cool. That, was, that, that came, out of, mm -hmm. came out of nowhere. <clears throat> Apart from that, I've been listening to some other stuff like Russian circles, I like them a lot. Oh yeah, uh, it's like different, you know, more yeah. melodic. Yob also. We just did a tour in, in Europe with Conan, and I love the heaviness. Yeah, man. Conan is so heavy. Mm -hmm. It's like guttural, the, the heaviest doom you can, like, like especially live. You like you, just being on a stage, the shit hits you. And yeah, fucking body shakes. It's fucking. It's amazing, you know. Yeah, some of those bands when they just hit it, like I was just um, just had sleep come through town. Yeah, and just hear, that kind of shit. It just like ten minutes, it's just boah. It's like wow, I'm gonna be here a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is gonna go on for a long yeah. ass time. My bike don't fuck around. No, he, he does not. Like when he wants to be fast, he'll be fast. When he wants to take his time, he'll just take his fucking time. Ten minutes on a fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not gonna change chords for another four minutes. So yeah. <laughs> just sit Hang back. In there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, buckle up. We got half an hour of this before you even can get the smoke ready. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I've been. Um, there's been so many crazy things of like genres that are mixing. It's really cool that uh, I love the idea that prophecy will be honored that way because getting like the world music vibe. Like a band that I got so excited about was uh, Zealand Ardor, who are yeah. mixing that like the the old American spirituals with black metal yeah. in such a weird way. And like it's it's like on paper it shouldn't work, but it works so well. Yeah, have you watched them? I haven't had a chance to see. They haven't been through town. Oh yeah. I haven't had a chance to see them. Yeah, they're live. really good live. I've I've, I've I've watched so many things. Yeah, I watch a, We play a festival with them in. Um, I think it was like uh, Denmark. Um, oh yeah. It was fucking great, man. You know, like. Yeah, their setup seems really cool. Yeah, yeah. Huge, yeah. And, uh, and all the backup vocals. And they play everything from. They were playing a lot of stuff from, that was fine, mm -hmm. but also from the. Strange Fruit that just came out, yeah, which I like a lot. I would like that even more than that was fine. I, I think I do too. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's even deeper. You know? He offered so much, and it's like sixteen tracks or something. Yeah, like, it's just enormous. But and then uh, you know, Bowser's new EP came out. Have you checked that out? I haven't heard it yet. No. Yeah, it's cool. It's four songs. Yeah. I was hoping for a whole whole record. Right. I would have I would have be happy with the whole record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but it's cool. It's a four-track EP. Mm-hmm. Uh, typical Bozer shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're just unique. Very unique. I'll have to, I have to scope that out because I yeah, haven't... Uh, it's, haven't. It's pretty great. Pretty great. It's ended up just going... Like, lately, I've just been kind of going back in time. It's just been all, like, Fear Factory and yeah. <laughs> everything in the headphones yeah, lately. Yeah, I've been also jamming a lot of oldies, man. I li- I like, I've been listening to a lot of old Napalm death from, like, Fear, Emptiness, Despair. Well, I think you had added a tribute in... Maybe not in this tour, but I noticed I was just kind of combing back the set list, and I think you had thrown in uh, You Suffer yeah. into... Uh, some part, like at some point, we in, did that on Archangel. We recorded on Archangel, right? But it was part of the set sometime not too long ago. I yeah, thought, yeah, it's just fucking. Blah. Well, it's yeah, it, it lasts. <laughs> there we go. We we just covered it now. But but if you listen to for me, like fear, emptiness, and despair, mm-hmm. and Utopia, banish. Fuck, man, those records are awesome like yeah. those rips you know mm-hmm. that's like i was like you don't hear that every nowadays in nowhere right and there's nobody doing that it's mm-hmm. like kind of wonder like somebody should bring that back so mm-hmm. you know i probably gonna listen to a more of that get some inspiration for the new soulfly yeah so hopefully you're gonna hear some some heavy shit like that on the new soulfly record awesome that would be, be really cool so i'll cap it off i had one um my only non-metal related question that I had to know. Uh, I've seen online, you've got your sport phantoms, your Detroit Lions and everything. I got to know with all the people on tour, is there any sport rivalries? Any disagreements amongst the band, amongst other bands where things get a little bit like wagers going on? Like, are there any rival uh, team fans going yeah, well, on? Yeah, so- our, our sound man is a Green Packer fan. Okay, so like them same all. division. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's funny, like, we watch games <laughs> together. And, yeah. Um, so that, you know, Mike's a Tampa Bay fan. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was actually cool. Like, le- last year, I got to go, we were playing Baltimore. Yeah. And uh, Cardinals were playing the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So the day of the show, I got to go to the game. Very nice. Which was sick. Yeah. That was cool. That was a cool experience. Well, that's a whole other thing. Like NFL stadiums, like we don't yeah, quite compare. Those Canadian are, stadiums are and, okay. Uh, but, and yeah. the Baltimore stadium is like an old school. Mm-hmm. So it's an older stadium. So it has this kind of 70s vibe. The stadium has a nice. 70s vibe. Yeah. Like, it's not a modern stadium. Yeah, it's sort of the old barn feel. Or you go to yeah. you go to like the Cardinals game. That, mm-hmm. That's a new Millennium Stadium. You know? Okay, like yeah. all perfect and air conditioned and everything. You know. Yeah. And but the Baltimore Stadium was like old school. This is how they used to play this shit. Yeah. Like outdoors, you know. No, yeah, no, no domes ceiling, or nothing. No domes, yeah. 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 Uh, so that was really cool. I like that a lot. Showbizmonkeys.com.